This is Music Mentality with Angie. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Music Mentality with Angie. I'm Angie, and on this week's episode, we'll be exploring Chris Nine's music. Chris is an amazing guy who I've had the opportunity to jam out with and I can confidently say this dude has got some crazy skills. It's come to my attention that something that is hardly ever spoken about on this podcast is love and heartbreak. But it's okay because on this episode we do touch on both love and heartbreak. We also talk a lot about acknowledging your feelings versus working through those feelings, whether or not success and goals go hand in hand, and we talk about showing up. For all you astrology lovers out there, we also talk about that. You can find Chris's music on all streaming platforms by just searching up Chris9. How what's your day been like today? How are you? Oh, I just woke up like 30 minutes ago. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, honestly, I feel you. I... I myself have been dealing with like so much, particularly so many things that have like gotten me to feel burnt burnout. So, and because of that burnout, uh, like I can't even deal with anything minuscule anymore. Last week I cried over not being able to find a shirt that I really wanted in a store. <laughs> That's where I'm at. <laughs> Pardon? Trying to find a shirt in the store? Yeah. They were all sold out of the top that I wanted. And I was like, oh my yeah. God, why is nothing working out? <laughs> Oh my God. I know. I feel like everyone's dealing with that right now because I feel like nothing is working out a little bit, but it's also the overall stress of the pandemic, I guess, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah that and like everything else happening in the world right now. I know. Literally, I just heard about like this morning. I know. So how are you coping <sighs> with external stress, internal stress, everything going on in your personal and not personal life? How do you cope with it? I think I just like stress out more. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, are you joking I, though? I, I, deal <laughs> <laughs> I deal with stress by stressing out more. No, I um, I think it's more of a conversation of, I mean, music. Okay, so sometimes when I'm dealing with it, I feel like I I I either will go to music, so I'll either write something or I'll start to get some like lyrics down of some sort. You know what I mean? Like something like that, and then um. There's like that mentality where like I'll use music, but there's sometimes where I just don't because like for me stress kind of closes up like like my throat, so I can't sing sometimes. So I'll you just play some guitar or whatever. But in general, I just try to like take take the take the day or take whatever it is for myself to like drive, not think, just you know just be for a second, you know get enveloped by the emotions, understand I have emotions, and move through it like that. And that's kind of like. The general idea, I would say, because like it's more about like processing it and like not really sitting there and being like, oh, my God, like. I'm pushing it down, like just whatever it takes to not push it down. Yeah, is what I, try to do. I try to like, lift it, you know what I mean? I do. I so, do, because yeah. I've been a huge advocate against toxic positivity because I feel like our culture really breeds like this need to be positive and, and, and affirm yourself over and over again that like you're okay and life's great and lollipops and rainbows mm. and stuff. But like realistically, mm. the best thing I can do for myself personally is be like life mm. fucking sucks right now. Like I want to cry and I want to scream and I'm like going to throw a temper tantrum because I need to get it out because yeah. it just, it sucks. And it's always going to suck. Yeah. This, mo- this moment right here is always going to suck. Yeah. I'm going to get better. I know yeah. that, but like it sucks. <laughs> I love this because honestly, like that's exactly. I I always say like people just 
like oh just just like don't think about it just blah, blah, blah. I'm like okay like they're not thinking about like not ruminating sure but then i'm also like but something's actually going on and for you to sit there and say like something is not going on or acknowledging why you feel that way it doesn't help mm-hmm. you're not fixing it you're just ignoring it you're just bottling it up yeah. like and then it comes out in different ways and i think it right? comes from like this internalized mental health stigma where no one wants to people are afraid of crying people are afraid of tears people are afraid of anger and these like the negative side of our emotions and people are Mm. scared to like for example i mean growing up if i was crying and i'm guilty of it too when my friend was crying i'd be like don't cry don't cry but like yeah cry (laughs) yeah yeah cry yeah and i feel like that is the number one thing even like trying to acknowledge a silver lining within a situation that is an amazing practice to be able to be like hey life is shit right now yeah. but here's a silver lining i for me personally exactly. i just can't do that right away no i'm I'm not like the best at sitting there right away and be like oh my god like <laughs> i was like oh i got food at my table like i'm stressing out i i'm not thinking about that right now but what i will do is i'll sit there and i'll i'll do affirmations of some sort at one point oh, cool. and i'll have the conversation like with myself about things are going you know my life's not total shit it's just like right now, this is not the best. So what kind of affirmations? Um, I mean, a lot of mine kind of deal with like, uh, like stuff with music, like, like things are going well, like, I don't know, like, like looking at things that are positive that are happening at the moment. Like I, I did this cool thing. Um, I had, you know, this kind of day yesterday, this kind of person said I was genuine, you know, like just, you know, like, I don't know, like things that are nice things, things that make, make me feel like, you know, like there is positivity, just that this one specific thing is not going well and going through going through that and i don't know like just 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 having a conversation with with myself like chris like it's not not that it's not that big of a deal but like there is positive things happening in general so but can you have that conversation with yourself as it's happening right away because i can only have that conversation a couple of days after i've cooled down after after well no not a not not a couple of days after i'll I'll have the conversation like i don't know like during it sort of but like try to i don't i don't know man I'll, 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 I'll like sit there and I'll be like, okay, like this is happening right now. Like, just like, let's just say these things to myself and then I'll kind of say them and then I, I'll kind of repeat them a few times and then I'll kind of like, I'll, 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 I'll revisit it. I'll like, I'll say it and then I'll revisit it. I'll say it. I'll revisit it. I'll say it. I'll revisit it. I'll say it. I'll revisit it. So, so on. So is there ever time that doesn't work? Like, have you ever gone through something so difficult where like, it doesn't matter how many positive affirmations you give yourself. It just doesn't work until time passes maybe oh uh, yeah i mean i'm recently dealing with something as well that it was kind of like in the same kind of category as like you know i'll say the affirmations but do they, do they actually really help right away like no mm-hmm. um would you be willing to open up about it it's more like a heartbreak type thing. it's like sung about often and i feel like because it's sung about people don't feel the need to talk about it as much because i've actually not talked about heartbreak on any of my interviews yet talking to the person you're you're talking to the guy <laughs> talking please, to the guy that's like all my songs man that's all my songs but i don't just go like heartbreak like you know like oh my god so cute i'm talking about heartbreak in a way where it's like i don't know the, the like the, the the ugly truth behind no, heartbreak the, the dichotomy of love and passion and how it could be a double-edged sword oh yeah oh that's i don't yeah that's very I don't, I don't deep look at things just like like this is bad or this is good or this this was a really bad moment i look at things like what am i not what is the bigger world maybe it's a sagittarius thing i look like what is the bigger world picture that something is trying to say to me here you know what i mean and i'll I'll sit there and i'll be like how did i feel here why did i feel like this but i'll also sit there and i'll be like did i enjoy this when it was good yes why is it bad what went down to make it bad and then i'll kind of like you know uh (laughs) I'll kind of like pose those two ideas together and be like, this good is there with the bad. It's kind of like yin and yang, you know, and then I'll kind of have conversations about that kind of stuff. But heartbreak, heartbreak is definitely something that is motivation behind most of my songs. Nightshade, Dream Eater, that's coming out like um, a little bit of like, actually, a lot of the heavy was inspired by um, past events and stuff like that. So like, again, like these things are things that I try to talk about but not be like oh my perspective like i'm i'm sad they hurt me it's i'm not taylor swift i'm like i sit here and i have a conversation with myself i mean well hold up what's wrong with taylor that? swift sits there and just talks about how she's sad about it i'm not talking about how i'm sad i sit there and i'm like 
removing myself from the situation, detaching and saying, look at these two sides of this argument or look at these two or look, look, look at the two sides of how this played out. And here are someone else's actions. And here's my perspective. And this is this person's actions. And this is potentially her perspective or what I or, or what we've talked about. You know what I mean? And that's how I kind of like. Yeah, it's like an internal war. Yeah. Yeah, it's all about perspective. I feel like a lot of my stuff's about perspective. A lot of the EP was all about perspective, and a lot about my stuff is about perspective. But that's what helps me yeah. when I'm dealing with the heartbreak stuff is to work through. I think that was the question, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, it was. It definitely was. But the questions kind of like are very. You take them okay. wherever you want to go. But I was going to say I don't listen to Taylor Swift too much, but I think that it's also good to just sit there and be like. Like acknowledge what you're yeah. feeling as well without needing to dissect it. I don't think there's a problem with that either. I think that it's just a matter of like how people cope with yeah. what they're feeling and sometimes not dissecting them and just being like, this is what it is. And just sitting there for a second is just as healthy as yeah, dissecting I agree, it. I agree. And no one seems to understand that when you're doing that kind of stuff, you're actually really delving to the root of it. See, but it's not about saying I feel sad. It's about saying I feel sad, acknowledging the emotion. But then it's also saying... I feel sad, but why does this make me feel sad or anxious or whatever? Like, for example, like with heartbreak with me, it's a really big trigger of my anxiety. Um, and I sit there and like, if someone is not treating me like, like, like with respect or I'm getting like ignored, or I'm getting like ghosted or, or I don't know, like a fight's going down. Why, why am I, why am I freaking out about this? Like, what is making me freak out? What is the thing in here that's making me say, oh my God, this is like bad. And sitting there and being like, oh, it comes from like, my dad or it comes from like this thing and like that's that's what i'm trying to say like like that's the important part yeah yeah you mentioned family and and family is something that i resonate with most so i feel like you already know that i'm gonna ask you to talk about like my dad issues expand on that elaborate like (laughs) my dad issues (laughs) (laughs) daddy they're a thing yeah it's a thing stuff your thing i can definitely it's a thing um um so dad issues um <laughs> um no i okay i think it's a very interesting dynamic because i, I <laughs> dynamic it's always well as it's always both situational things and how things are laid like puzzle pieces but like not as the puzzle pieces kind of sit it's how if you were to make the puzzle piece like fast and just oh there generally sometimes things just fall as they as they may and i think like i'm definitely a nature a, a nurture versus nature type person a hundred percent um, and I think that like when I'm looking at things that like from family perspective that really influenced me, um, I think that I look at it in terms of like my parents were trying. They were like kids. They're like in their 20s. Like, can you imagine having a kid in your 20s? And they were doing their best. And I don't blame them for anything because as an adult and as a human and as, as a fully functioning adult, and I feel like I've, I'm pretty self-aware, I should know the things I should be doing to correct that kind of traumatic behavior and not put it on other people and also yeah. grow. You know what I'm trying to say? And like, mm-hmm. that's and like, that's where I like, that's what I'm trying to say. But yeah, it's crap. Like, I feel like I'm never good enough. Like I don't have like enough self-worth. I feel like, you know, I hate being ignored for stuff, like not ignored, like in a very like narcissistic way. Sorry, you totally froze after a non-narcissistic way. What? No, I said some good stuff. I said some like Gandhi <laughs> level stuff there. Like that was like life changing. I literally <laughs> I'm so so now sorry. that sounds so narcissistic. Now now that I just said that, like that, like I said some Gandhi stuff. Like, oh my god, we gotta read this podcast. Wait, you keep on bringing narcissism into this. Oh, I had an ex-girlfriend I tried to convince her I was like narcissistic. I'm like, I'm not narcissistic. I, I know for a fact I'm not because I have a lot of like I have a lot of like self-confidence because I've went through a lot of people making me feel like I don't have any confidence and also pushing me down to a little little tiny box. I don't like being contained. I don't like being like put in a cage. Like this is Chris and Chris is not allowed to do X, Y, and Z. And and you're supposed to be always happy because you're a happy guy and you have a nice, you have, you have, you have kind eyes. You're always going to be happy, Chris, because you have kind eyes and we need that from you. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, you got to come here and you got to, and oh, you're the, you're the firstborn expectations. I do not like expectations. I'm a human being and I'm allowed to move the way that I need to move, to feel the way that I need to feel, to grow the way that I need to grow. I think the only boundary there is making sure that you're not hurting other people in the process, you know, like making sure that, you know, like, mm. this is what I need to do. And I'm sorry that like, it doesn't align with your agenda, but this is what I need to feel. This is what I need to do for myself. Um, obviously you don't want to like mm. 
make people like you don't gaslight or manipulate other people or like walk on other people's (laughs) heads and stuff to get there like that's probably not you're you're not going to discover yourself by walking on other people (laughs) some people think that though some people have a different opinion on that but do you have a different opinion on that no no i'm saying some people do like the people that 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 feel like they like they have like that wall like that mask and they use that to kind of like trample on people to make themselves feel like i can't be touched yeah I prefer to not go that route. It's more of like, I'm going to have self-confidence and whatever, but it's also like, I don't know. I also know I'm just a human being on this planet. Like everyone else, there's, I at the same level as everyone. So I have self-worth, yeah. but I don't. And I'm in terms like, of confidence, now that is like an interesting topic. Cause some days it's so like, it fluctuates for me. Some days I'll wake up and I'm like, yeah. And then other days I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, today is the, the 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 fuck day. Today is the fuck. That's a hundred percent today for me. I'm so, so sorry to hear that. that. Oh, it's okay. You're getting like raw and real and like post anxiety, Chris. So this is probably the most real thing you're gonna get from this podcast for me. <laughs> so you know when people like talk about their anxiety, but like they're already past it, and it's like, yeah, like I'm I I I talk to my dog. Like like no, like I'm gonna sit here and be like, last night I cried. Like I cried. <laughs> yeah. No, you know what I mean. Like, I do know what you mean. It's real. And like, actually, I, I was gonna touch on that at the very beginning of this conversation because we talked about like, you know, turning to music or singing, and like you say that you feel your anxiety in your throat, which is why you don't want to sing when you're feeling anxious. Um, sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes yeah. yeah. Personally, I turn to music all the time when I'm anxious or stressed or feeling like having like a, a depressive episode or something. That being said, like I actually don't write any music because I'm so within my feels that I can't even like, I feel like if I'm ever going to write anything, it's not going to be good because I'm like, everything sucks and I have like no confidence. So I'm like, I'm not even going to try, oh. you know? And then later on when I'm like looking back at what I was feeling, that's when I like write down my music. Typically I just listen to music when I'm feeling yeah. Okay. Yeah, you just like listen to it and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's true or not. That's usually when like raw and subconscious truths kind of come forth when you're writing. Yeah. I mean, I guess My it does work writing. differently for everyone. And I feel like if I were to sit down and write yeah. while I was feeling those ways, I definitely would come up with lyrics that were very dark. <laughs> love that. We love that. We love dark lyrics because dark because the most aggressive because the most softest moments are spoken about in the most aggressive ways. Wow, Gandhi. <laughs> yeah, yo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. <laughs> no, but um... don't feed the narcissism. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> don't feed it. Don't feed the animals. Don't feed the wild. <laughs> so when oh you wake God. up feeling like you just, you know, like what kind of fuckery is this? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? What usually helps you like in this moment right now? Clearly, okay, I just want to say you're smiling and laughing, but I know you're feeling anxious and I know you're not feeling your full self given like what you just talked to me about. So like, I'm curious as to what you do to get past those feelings because I mean, like I use humor as a defense mechanism, like no other, like truly like no other, it's bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Well, I don't really deflect with humor. I don't really like, I dealt with the issue last night. I dealt with, I dealt with, I, I try to deal with my stuff and move forward. Um, I just feel tired. It was emotionally draining on me to, to deal with it. So um, that's why. But at the same time, though, I'm smiling because I'm having a good time. So I'm able to, I've now learned being 28, how to like detach from that and be like, have a good time. But I'm, all, I'm not anxious right now. Like nothing, nothing actually, honestly, if I didn't fix the issue like last, I wouldn't be anxious for this. Um, I actually did a podcast like two days ago and I was like, it wasn't noticeable, but like I can tell after I was done singing, I, I kind of felt it down here. I'm like, oh my God, I was really tight in my throat because I was stressed. <clears throat> um, a lot of tongue tension when I'm stressed, um, which is not good for vocals, but whatever. Either way, um, what do I, do? I don't know. Like I woke up, just do like my, like my morning routine, like get some of like those, like those, like those, like vitamins inside of me, vitamins, however you want to pronounce, get a little espresso and try to wake up and just take my day a little bit slowly. I'm probably going to end up like not really working on much today and just taking the day for myself and just walking around. I do feel drained. Like my neck is tight. Like I just feel like out of it, but yeah, I'm like fixing. I do things where I fix my, I, I touch my hair. I used to twirl my hair in anxiety all the time. That's the thing. I fix my neck. I like, yeah, I do a lot of those like little like cues 
you know? Yeah. Yay. <laughs> Yay. But also everything's okay. Like everything's actually okay. Understanding that anxiety is just fear is one thing. And I just woke up today just trying to, um, just trying to, um, I don't know, just focus on my day, I guess. I don't know. I don't think about it too much. I don't sit there. I'm like, well, how am I going to get out of this? It's more like just doing it. to live through this and the time itself will heal the emotions. Yeah. I definitely you know get I mean? that. Um, a few things to say on that. Like I have been having a lot of conversation in regards to rest recently because everyone's like, you should rest. You should rest. I'm like, fuck, I slept 12 hours. How much more fucking rest do you need yeah. me to do? Yeah. But like, that's not what rest is clearly because I'm still feeling restless. I could sleep for three hours, eight hours, 12 hours, whatever it is. Rest is not, yeah. that's not necessarily what rest means. So what does rest mean to you? I actually wrote a song called rest with my old band. Ooh. ooh. Crazy. <laughs> um, rest. Think about like my lyrics, of that song actually, but. <sighs> what were the lyrics? Uh, here I sit on my own. No one tells me where to go. I'm lost, never living free. Put all that behind me. From freedom talks to sell to 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 star-crossed hearts. All that I might know. Uh, never see him go. Want to watch them go or something like that. Never see him go. Want to watch them go. The voices sit in my head. Yeah, they yell to the void. They want me dead. I ain't dead. Nine dead. Just leave me to rest. It's kind of like I guess resting is kind of like. And I want, I want just a little piece of me. Oh, please. I think it's about taking that time to reclaim yourself and reclaim the pieces and figure out who you are again and figure out who am I? Because I feel like the noise of other people talking to you and the noise of the world and the noise of everything just gets in the way sometimes. And it kind of clouds your idea of who you are. I'm actually watching the new episodes of SAO from anime. It's an anime, it's an anime thing. SAO, right, I love SAO. Start out online? The leak. Yes. Yes. Oh, I love it. I love it. I'm so sorry. It's like such a, it's such a, such a cringy, whatever show, but Kirito is kind of like, I relate a lot to like Kirito and like a lot of a few other people in, in like anime world and whatever, but Kirito, I really, I really get along with, um, probably on like the lesser side compared to some people. But my thing is that he kind of like loses his idea of himself at one point and the recollection of other people kind of helps him rebuild that. But my thing is, is that, oh, maybe I shouldn't have. That's okay. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. Um, but I feel like what I'm trying to say is people have this idea of you and they tell you what their idea of you is. The world tells you how to be and it influences you. And then when you go through those moments, it's an attack on like not your ego or your or your id, I want to say, or whatever. It's more of like it's all these like it's like pushing. It's yeah. like pushing and like molding you in a certain way. And you need to take that day to be like, no outside pressures what's the inside saying because it's always there right like what like what do i want what do i not and i feel like that's rest rest is sitting there and, and self-reflecting and also not overthinking it a little bit and just i don't know everyone has like different ways of resting i think but yeah. i feel like it's taking a day away from everything and from outside influences and stuff and just yeah i resonate with that but at the same time it's interesting that you say that. So yesterday I woke up at 4.30 in the morning to start my day. I don't, mm, I do not usually do that. that at all. I just, I just want to preface that. <laughs> that is not what I usually do. But um, one of my friends works in Starbucks and we went there early and I was like, you know what? Like I have a lot of work to do. So I worked from 4.30 in the morning till um, 3 p.m. Then I had a podcast interview and then I am in the process of like finding a place to live. So I went to go see some viewings and then came back and I finished my assignment and then I went to bed at 1 a.m. And I went to bed feeling, fuck, I was so not productive today. And then, yeah. What? Yeah. And, and I don't what? know why I was feeling that. And it's because I have so much, so many other things on my plate that I'm like, that felt like I wasn't productive, no. but at the same time, there was literally no other way to be more productive. And then that very feeling is like, like feeling like I wasn't productive, even though clearly I was too productive to fall. Like, I don't think that's good whatsoever. Then it makes me feel, you know what, like what the fuck even is the point of trying if I'm still going to feel like I'm, I'm not productive and I'm like, I'm not doing anything. So that's like a difficult feeling I find to maneuver around. Um, and that brings yeah. us back to anxiety because you're saying that you're not feeling anxious right now and good. I'm glad, <laughs> but um, I find that anxiety is kind of like, it's, it's deep within there and some days you're not acknowledging it, but it's still there, especially if you suffer from anxiety um, more often than others, I'd say. 
So for example, when I was, when I went to the store and I was like, I can't find this shirt. And I just really wanted this shirt. Clearly, like I was feeling anxious about other things and like projecting onto that. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I'm not sure. Well, I'm kind of like, I kind of get that. I kind of get that. Everyone projects like that. Everyone does that. It's good that you notice that you're doing that because <laughs> people don't get that. They're like, oh, I went out and I had this happen. And oh, like we had this conversation and it stressed me out. I'm like, we didn't stress each other out. You had something going on and it was brought into this or, or I'm at work with people or I'm, or I played shows with like my past band. And it's like, oh, like, I'm so stressed out from these rehearsals. Or I don't want to show up. I'm like you have all your own stress in your own life. You're not showing up. That's like my past bands. I, I, I don't, I, I think, I think, I think project, projecting is one of the most irresponsible th- and unless you're doing a pile of clothes in a brand <laughs> store, like you're probably fine, but projecting onto people is the worst thing. And it is so selfish and so immature. I cannot even describe that. I, I like, and especially doing it in a way where you're blaming the person for what's going on in your life. It's like, don't do that. Don't do that. I, I, I don't even know how to describe how bad of a, of a quality like that is. Like I actually bad, well, actually. Like I feel like people uh, don't even realize it when they're doing it though. That's the whole no, problem. I mean, even like, no, let's don't. take, I don't really listen to Drake, but let's take Drake. For example, like I find that. No, Drake. I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. I'm going to bash on him just a little bit right now. I find that. I hate Drake. Pardon? I hate Drake. I don't like, I don't, I don't hate Drake, but like, I'm not a fan. I think he's, I think it's over. I think it's overdone. Oh, I okay. Was... I was under the impression that you really liked Drake. So I was like, Ooh, what? So sorry. What about me gives off the impression that I like Drake? I don't know. I, <laughs> I wouldn't have thought that, but um, oh. no. So in terms of Drake, like a lot of people are like, oh, he's so woke. You know, he knows like his emotions. He knows where he's coming from. And I'm like, okay, acknowledging that you're feeling meant like you're not mentally there. And then projecting it onto the other people, just saying like, okay, this is happening because I'm depressed is not enough. Okay. I understand that it's happening. Like you're depressed or you're anxious or you're going through an episode or something. I understand that, but that's no justification to treat people the way that you might be treating people. And I don't know how Drake treats people. That's (laughs) not even commenting on that right now. I'm more so commenting on the fact that lots of people use their mental challenges to justify their actions. Meanwhile, well, what are you going to do about it then? If you've acknowledged them, are you going to do anything about it? Are you talking to people about it? Are you journaling? Are you like actively trying to like help yourself grow, you know? And I think that that is a little bit more important than acknowledging it is the first step. And I commend that. That's great. But that's the first step and it's no justification to hurt people. Yeah. 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 People are like, oh, I'm so hurt right now. I'm going to go pop bottles and I'm going to go to a club and I'm going to go hit a person or whatever. Not that Jake Drake is saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that everyone does this mentality of like, oh, um, okay. People do this thing nowadays where I find I'm very analytical of people. I don't know. You can, I'm very analytical. It's how it's why it's why I write the way that I write. Good. I'm very analytical of things. Great skill. Aquarius moon, baby. It's fantastic. Aquarius sun. <laughs> Aquarius sun? Hey, Sag. Okay, this is why. Okay, it's making a lot of sense. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, my thing is, is um, people, I feel like, they do this thing nowadays where they have this idea of if people are not serving them, it's very self-serving behavior. So if you're not serving them in the moment, it's, yeah, later, blah, 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 whatever. I'm going to go. I think I'm talking about the same topic, but it's like, when they go with like these like they, these like two week relationships where like they're talking to a person they're being ghosted, and then they don't get exactly what they want. They're like, yeah, later, like I'm, living, I'm gonna like live my life, and I'm gonna go to friggin' yeah Queen Street or King Street in Adelaide, and I'm gonna like I'm gonna like walk around and see horses and cops and get shawarma late at night, and I'm gonna like live the best Toronto life for for Toronto, whatever. And I feel like they don't understand like like you said because the Scorpio man Drake is sitting here having all his emotions put out on paper, but he never talks about the aftermath of that. And like, not that I think like, he writes, he's going to write subconscious truths, whatever. I don't know how he writes or his ghost writers or whatever, but he should be talking about the idea of like the lows and also like the, 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 um, the responsibilities of treating people with like respect, even though you have issues going on, not just like, 
I don't know. I really, I really hate the like, like the lesbian line in his song. I, it's like it's so disrespectful towards the community. I think it's just like I'm like, what is this? Like this, I just, I just, I can't with Drake. Drake bothers me, man. He bothers me. I think he thinks he's like wiser than he is, but he's not. I personally think that if anyone hates me for that, I don't care. <laughs> like he's just, he's like, it's just so like, it's just so like Toronto, like, like you can't, like you can't fuck with me vibes. And like that's not mental health. It's not you can't fuck with me. It's I'm being fucked with. I'm being. I'm acknowledging. I'm like. I'm hurt right now, and don't put the 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 the, the falset or the, the falsetto, the <laughs> false mask on. It's it's the falsetto. I know I'm, a, I'm a singer because of that. Don't put the false mask on. It's move forward with life with genuineness and authenticity, and understand like you're sad and you're having a moment. Yeah. And like it's not about going out and wearing the nice clothes and and projecting that you feel okay it's like art and then you have this hollow center that actually is just like easy to be it's 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 why people can be crumbled so easily and then why they treat other people like crap because their insides are not fully structurally built properly and they don't have a nice foundation of like self-worth and because all they're doing is like let me go grab the bracelets and go grab the cool look like all my friends like we're gonna like i drink henny every single night or i do this i do that it's like like dude like I've seen it from also from guys that play rock in my in 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 like in some of the like the venues that I've played and some of the lineups. It's this whole attitude of like like I'm here and the blah 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 and I got the rings and the and the hand tattoos, but only hand tattoos. <laughs> Why we don't even know. We just we just we wanted a hand <laughs> tattoo, most sensitive spot on the body because I'm so not sensitive. Wait, the hand and is then, the most sensitive like, spot to get a tattoo. I don't know. I'm talking out of my ass right now. I'm just, I'm, I'm writing, I'm writing a song. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's pretty sensitive, but like, my thing is like, people just do this thing where they project a solution of themselves, make themselves feel better, but it's not about that. It's about delving in deep and having a bad moment, breaking yourself down and rebuilding stronger. Yes. That's what it's about. I, and that's what <laughs> I want to say Sorry. before I continue that I 110% agree with that. I'm going to go into the flip side for a second though. And I'm going to say that a lot of people in regard, not in regards to hurting others. I think that there's no justification for hurting other people, regardless of how you're feeling. But um, in terms of going out and wearing all this jewelry or, you know, seeking out numbers to validate themselves or whatever else it is like turning to drugs. I think that a lot of people don't realize that they're projecting onto these superficial things that they think are going to make them feel better even temporarily. And it does make them feel even worse. And I think that a lot of people, Mm. it it does contribute a lot to mental health challenges because, um, you know, they don't realize that they're doing it. And sometimes people feel like they don't really have anything like they feel like what what even is the point of dissecting it that's not going to help at this point i'm just going to like live my life i'm going to live it short like i'm here for a good time not a long time kind of thing and like i think that that's kind of where it comes from (laughs) and a lot of people (laughs) a lot of people have um really hurt themselves that way but they needed to go through that before they've come into themselves and have grown and evolved and like have become who they truly are now Mm. and so you're saying it's part of the self-discovery process i feel like for a lot of people it is part of the self-discovery process because i mean i've talked to quite a few people who have turned to alcoholism and you know they've really hurt themselves they've hurt their loved ones because of it but um it wasn't until it's like you you turn to these things when you've hit rock bottom or so you feel like you've hit rock bottom and then and then you turn to these things and then you realize fuck that's rock bottom and sometimes it's like that's i mean who knew there was a hell under the rock so um i feel like sometimes hitting that low is what will make them rise again because there's no lower to go or so they feel obviously like i can't speak too much on that because i i've never turned to alcoholism i mean i get high often (laughs) i guess that's kind of what i turn to but um i feel like it might be part of the process for a lot of people and in regards to like your old band, for example, who are like, oh, I'm stressing, like I can't show up today. Totally agree that they're like stressing over, they're probably stressing over like external factors. But that being said, is it okay not to show up and sometimes take days where you're like, I actually cannot be there for other people right now because I need to like feel myself out first. Yeah. <laughs> this is, this is, this is, oh, we got Aquarians. Aquarians and the, and the, uh, <clears throat> the open-mindedness and broadness to it 
as much as the unmoving idea of I un, unmoving ideas in their head. I'm not going to back down off this. I, mean, I like this. No, it's true. You're right. <laughs> You're right. Everyone see, but this is also like why I don't judge people because everyone does things in their own way. I re last night dealing with whatever I had to deal with the way that it was approached was awful, awful, but I'm a very understanding. I'm a very understanding person. Like I, I get over things pretty quickly. Like again, with, the, with my old band, like they're all like my really good friends, like love them to death, like no issues. Like I don't, people have their own ways of doing things and everyone has their own life. They have their own story. It's like, Looking at, it's like, like, again, everyone's going to do it in their own way. I agree. Maybe I've done it. People actually thought me doing Chris Nine stuff now that like it's so solid now, no one ever says it anymore. But they thought I was just doing it just a, a false act of confidence. I'm like, no, this is actually how I am. I had a concussion. So like it kind of really like brought out me, me without me. I have a lot of like concussion patients. They kind of just like drop the bullshit and it's just like, boom. Because we don't have like, 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 like enough time. And also it kind of just scrambles your brain. It's fantastic. Would highly not recommend it. Um, but they thought it was like an act for a bit. I was like, oh, this act that it's just this to, to feel empowered. I'm like, no, it's literally how I am. Well, that's the thing but about the music industry. I think a lot of people think that, you know, mm -hmm. we're, we're just doing this because I don't know, we can't find a proper job or, or we're just like asking for attention or whatever. Like people really don't believe in the oh, arts industry until you man. make it. I don't, I don't like people that, that, that think that like, I, Oh, like you don't want to sing right? Like I, there's this, this karaoke thing that happens. Like, you don't want to sing right now? I'm like, no, I don't want to sing right now. This is not why I sing. I sing because there's things I, I, I want to say. It's not about, you know, it's not about going up here and performing and feeling accolades. It's about, I, it makes me so happy <sighs> that you said that because I write music. I play piano. I'm like a beginner singer and stuff. But my main thing is that I play piano. And um, when I come across a piano, I'm like, like out in the public or whatever. I'm like, oh, a piano. But at the same time, <laughs> I rarely want to sit down and play it. Like, I, I I don't know. People are like, well, why don't you want to play it? Aren't you like really good? Don't you like, for you. Well, first of all, I don't think I'm really, really great. I think that I'm decent. But anyways, regardless of that, I think that people um, mistake this passion for the need to prove to people that you're passionate about it. And I don't always want to play the piano, especially in front of others. Sometimes I'm not ready. Yeah. Sometimes I'm just not in the mood. And it's not because I don't love it any less. It's just because I do it for me. And that's why I want to do mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. They think it's for them. It's actually crazy how they think that like this, that this thing that we do. Entertainment. Um, yeah. Not even talent. It's not talent. It's this work we put into it and time and passion is for them. It's I'm here to entertain you. No, I'm not. I'm actually literally not. I'm actually literally not here to enter and, and entertain you. This music is here to heal mm. myself, other people. My therapy. I've had many yeah. conversations. It's therapy. It's my therapy. It's other people's therapy. That's why I do it. Like not getting mad, but I hate when people think that like there's some form of like narcissism in it again. Some sort of like form of like self grandeur, pride. As a Leo rising, <laughs> I can understand I why they think that from me. How much zodiac you're putting into this? My my best friend's really into it, and he says like he's taught me a lot about it like a long time ago, and I really am like that. Sometimes I have that, um, but he's now I guess it's my thing too now because I care enough. He's like, oh, like, you talk about it like more than I do. You're a zodiac boy. I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> um he's so funny but he's like my he's like he's like my best friend um so of course i'm gonna list, like listen to what he says but uh yeah like my leo rising yeah sag leo rising aquarius moon yay super fun the most opinionated person with so much energy and never gonna budge <laughs> i mean good big three <laughs> good big three right apparently apparently <laughs> <laughs> what are yours by the way before i can before i answer that um, I am Aquarius Sun, Moon in Pisces. <laughs> and uh, oh, is that <laughs> I'm getting a very judgmental look off of you right now. No, no, it's like interesting. Okay. Um, and I'm not gonna lie, I don't know, I don't remember my rising because it's been a while since I checked, but I want to say Libra, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. Okay. So, I okay. used to be huge on Zodiac okay. and then I kind of like I don't know where that went. <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, I'm not like, I think Pisces moons usually are very in tune with like the universe and they have like days, off days, bad days, just by chance. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, that's true. I think I, I'd like to say I'm pretty in tune with the universe. I'm a pretty spiritual person. <laughs> um, my, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely quite emotional, but only to a degree 
because sometimes I don't really show my emotion. And I think that's like more of an Aquarius in me where I'm like, I'm feeling this way, but I'm going to like be like, not really show it, it, you know? (laughs) Um, Ooh, super cute. Super. Who is she? (laughs) Who is she? What is she doing? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) No, but Mm, I don't want to. So mysterious. Uh, (laughs) I don't think I'm mysterious whatsoever though. I feel like it's fine. Like when I channel like that Aquarius moon and I feel like I'm very like, I'm apparently I come off very much like people cannot tell like what I'm thinking and what I'm doing and like my emotional value of anything. And I'm like, that detachment, but it's good. Healthy detachment's fan. You know, you're right. Okay. I mean, like for a long time, I wanted to be a therapist and I feel like my ability to detach, even though I'm, I, I'm very empathetic, I'd like to think, um, but I still am capable of detaching. And I think that's like actually... Mm-hmm why I'm able to have these conversations with so many people because like, I don't necessarily take it upon myself unless it's like someone I'm really close with. And in which case I really feed off of their energy. And I'm like, if you're feeling down, then I tend to feel down as well. But anyways, um, shit, I totally forgot what we were talking about before. Yeah, I know. I was going to say the same thing. Like, yo, I I actually straight up forgot. Oh, people think that we perform and do these things because it's for them. And that it's just like self entitlement crap yes and like we think we're the shit and even like when i played ghost yesterday <clears throat> on that podcast they're like this is great i do this again i'm like like yeah but like i don't know i don't i don't know honestly i get it a lot like when i'm hanging out with like the singers in this area they're singers they will go everywhere and flaunt it and this and that and i'm like not for me yeah for me. and i find that like if you're not flaunting it then you apparently are not earning the title of a musician or something i don't know like yeah no yeah no yeah no <laughs> i will i will i will i won't say i'll i will literally fight that till till like the day i die the, the fact someone could be a fantastic a fantastic i don't know i don't know like like soccer player just because like they don't play soccer in professional whatever does not mean that they're not a good soccer player for example why would you like or like oh me and my dad like are movie buffs i like to watch movies oh you don't write any like tell me about some movies like i don't want to really want to like like me my it's like more of like me like my dad it's it's a, it's, a, it's a private thing it's for you it's for you yeah that's the difference between artist and musician i'm not a musician i'm an artist because it has a different impact to me it has an emotional value to me it's it's helping me with something well i think performers also, they also like get that where they're they have they probably do have an emotional impact and i mean i don't want to say just because you're performing yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. i'm just saying that like they think that we go into it to be the best i don't give a crap about half the scales on guitar i learned what i had to learn in order to write what i had to write Mm -hmm. and when i have to write something more intricate i will learn that for that to voice that out it's a tool it's a tool sorry self-taught guitar yeah um for a bit and then i went to a teacher that i blues guitar i but I learned with a person that's that's that that's like where I first started like blues like leads and stuff like that whatever kind of dropped that like a long time ago after my concussion I had a hard time playing lead guitar for a bit it's actually why I started painting so I can see my hands on the fretboard oh um, so you paint as yeah. well look at you so artistic <laughs> no no I don't paint paint my nails oh, and I'm not even a good oh God, I'm not even I good at it <laughs> oh you you do not want to see me paint something I am trash trash I'm only good at music <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there are other. Woo, you don't want to see any of those. You imagine I pull out some like, like one of those like stickers. Like this is my mom, <laughs> me and my dad. Like the sun is like green, and like the the, the base is like. Blue. Listen, like, that is artistry water. right there. Oh my god, we're not even gonna do this right now. <laughs> yeah, let's go paint no, on the live artistry, right now. <laughs> it's artistry, right? Oh my god, you should do that. A podcast of painting while talking about things. I'm not a painter. <laughs> Actually, funny story. I I I love painting. I think it's very therapeutic. I'm not good at it, but I love it. And I remember Mm -hmm. I I was like painting. I was like, this is fun. This is really fun. How cool would it be if I sold these? And then like a month later, I'm like, oh my fucking God, I can't sell this crap. I'm never painting again. This is horrible. And then I really had to like tell myself, take a step back. This was literally, this is just like, you're just enjoying it. (laughs) This doesn't have to be a career. This doesn't have to be for other people. This doesn't have to be for pleasing other people. Kind of like what we talked about. This can just be for you. And that's it. And that's fine. I know. I know people. Well, the world has brought us into the idea that if we don't, if we do something, it has to be for some sort of form of self gain. Yeah. Capitalistic environments. Yay. Yes. (laughs) 
I'm like, I can right? really dive into that as well. <laughs> right. Right. I feel like, I feel like that's a real thing. I feel like that's a real thing. No, it is. But, and it's like very um, internalized. Sorry. Oh yeah. Oh no, no, no. Don't worry about it. Um, yeah, no, like, like that's like my thing with, with, with music. People also are like, like they want it to be this massive thing for it to be successful. I'm already super successful. Like it's, it's insane. Like, so what does of- success mean to you? Cause that's like an interesting question and something that I've been battling as well recently, like understanding, like what does success in my life mean? Do I already have it? Like, what am I like? Because I journal every morning. Um, and you know, I, I write about what I'm grateful for and, and I like to, I like the idea of manifesting and I'm like, I am grateful. Like I, I I'm going to be successful one day. I'm going to be successful. But what the fuck is that? Because like, we could also say we're currently successful, you know? So what does success mean to you? I would say we're current. What does success mean to me? Um, I can look at this in so many different perspectives from my, from like my life. There's different ways. It depends on what success we're talking about. If it's like financial, it helps you has like a, a numerical amount. If it's something that has to do with the heart, it's fully, oh my God. I'm getting so metaphysical. You're making me so me- like, you're making me so like, like this. I don't know. Like I'm like thinking about all the things. Um, I think that success is this idea that you're truly achieving the things that like it's about it's about, it's about it's about achieving what you want, but not on surface level. So it's not like, for example, for a nine to fiver, definitely not us. Uh, <laughs> like nine to five is like it's like definitely not us. <laughs> like for nine to fiver, it's I got this new promotion. Is it about the money or is it about the sense of like satisfaction that you've grown and that you have now have new skills and you're now considered better your job, right? For music. I, I voiced good emotions. My vocally wise, I've gotten better and better and better. Success when I look at like my song is like, I've, I've, I see a growth in my music. I see a blending of my ideas. Well, I see a confidence and a solidif- a solidification in my sound. I see things that are like progress forward, not yeah, man, the radio played my song, which it has happened, but that wasn't success for me. That was like, that was a goal. That's not really success. Success for me, I feel like comes more from like those like more moral kind of values and those. Ugh, it's interesting that you say that right. like goals and success don't coincide because <clears throat> I find that like that is something that a lot of people like once I reach that goal, I'm successful. And then you have a new goal. Inevitably, once we reach one goal, we're on to the next. And it's like, yeah, but I don't sit there and I'm like, I'm going to do the best vocal takes I've ever done. And this is my I, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm like, I'm going to continue to do music and I'm growing. I'm growing. I'm I'm gaining fans. I'm friends, not fans. I hate using that term. It's um, so funny. Everyone like who comes on here says the exact same thing. And I love to hear it. Because <laughs> that's like a form of like self, self-importance. I don't agree with that. I don't have self-importance. I'm here to write music and to resonate with other people so I can find my people. So I can, I can ask them like, what does this mean to you? Because I'm trying to also understand too, like what I wrote here. I wrote, I write, I write a lot through subconscious truth. So I write some of my lyrics just come to me like on the fly and I'll write stuff down. I wrote a lyric actually really, really like recently, these hands shake for water. <clears throat> these hand these it's like these handshake for water type thing i would sing but yeah last night was a doozy on my throat right now so i'm trying to like just a little bit of vocal rest but um there's an idea that i didn't know what i was trying to write but now i understand it's like begging for something so desperately like love and passion and you're like your hands are like shaking it's like the visualization of it i so I, for example what i'm trying to say is like success for me is when i have moments like that where i see an evolution in myself and a growth in myself because that's what matters to me is me not getting better at this, but me doing what I'm doing it, doing what I'm doing and, and doing it to the best of my ability at that point. I love that. And I, guess. I like that. He's just said evolution because like <clears throat> I have my little notebook and pencil here just in case I like have something important that I want to talk about. And I literally wrote down evolution because what I'm gathering from this is that success is like being able to reflect on your past and say, Hey, like I've, I've made it. I like, I've made a few steps forward. And that's, that is success on its own. I think success is also in the idea of also like not making steps forward sometimes and taking some steps back to look at. But those are steps forward, taking a few steps back, being able to take a step back and look at the picture, being able to be like, okay, you know what? Like 
shit me like so I lived in Ottawa for a while and then I moved back to Vaughn to Toronto and I remember making that move I was like I am moving backwards and I felt so shitty about myself but it's not moving backwards taking those steps backwards quote unquote doesn't necessarily you you're a different person at that time like we're we're a different person every minute like we're constantly changing for the better our cells are changing they're dying they're growing I agree with exactly I thought about that yeah okay (laughs) so um I really like the idea of being able to look back and be like I, you know, I went from a mattress to bed frame. That's success right there. Yeah, so, that's. Yeah. I think it's like a really great way to look at it. So do you think um, success coincides with happiness? Well, it definitely has a positive correlation. I went to school for mechanical engineering. So I always look at things like in like a graph. Like, Wait, you finished mechanical engineering? Some... <clears throat> yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah. That's why, like, what made you go into mechanical engineering? Not, not why judgy. That's like very, very interesting. I'm just like curious because you pursued, are you pursuing a career in music from what I understand? Uh, I don't know. I was, when I was a kid, I, I went, I went to, I was just very into science and science and math. Always like really like, actually I hate math. I'm fucking crap. I math. hate math. I'm good at like <laughs> complex math. Complex math. I'm actually good at because it's all about the, the, the moving of things and it's, this thing equals that. So you have to plug that in and then remove that. And then if you, like, it's all, it's like, it's like a puzzle, complex math, like math, math, like basic math or whatever it is. Like, that's why we have calculators. I'm sorry. We never, we barely even use that in our program. No, you're right. Program. You're totally right. Like, oh, you can't, I, I play darts all the time. People are like, you can't do this minus that, like some random numbers. I'm like, I don't care enough. I had a calculator for like four years of my life. And like, that was what we had to use because you cannot be wrong. Use the tool. It doesn't make you smart for knowing how to do fast math. Like, this makes you good at memorization. Yeah. Or whatever. I don't really care. I'm sorry. I don't like like arithmetic. I don't understand, and I don't care enough about it because there's other ways to show intelligence. Another idea I have about intelligence. Either way, sorry. Intelligence is also like being able to like do I, like not do this, but like conversational thought, thinking, thinking deep, thinking big. I feel like that's intelligence, not arithmetic. So I was in that program because I went to the school for science. I went to school for science and math and whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like I was like, I was most like what I was interested in. I wasn't like really, I was into like psychology. I was into all that kind of stuff, but I was kind of like, I guess brought up the ideas like, Oh, like that's what, that's not like what you should be doing. It's more like guys do this kind of stuff. Like, you know, like it's like the stupid, like masculinity views, I guess, kind of like skewed, skewed stuff. Also like parental influences of like what I had to do. Like I would be at home watching Demi Lovato's music videos, doing that kind of stuff watching a lot of like Selena Gomez in the scene. I have a lot of like actual like Disney pop punk like influences, like Lemonade Mouth, Determinate <laughs> is my song. Ah, the Veronica's like, oh my God. Actually, Nightshade's actually based off of like all those like Disney pop punk influences. I love Whoa, them. Oh, that's yeah, so yeah. cool. A, yeah, it's like very pop punk, like very like Disney pop punk. I'm so excited, man. I write post hardcore. I write like, like these, but it's, it's, it's in the idea of pop punk. So I'm like, I'm doing my ADHD thing. So no, I literally, I, I, I'm, I'm keeping track. I'm honestly, I am following. It. I know. I know. I can tell. I can tell you're like keeping like, <laughs> so I, um, I wrote, so I, I wrote, so I went to school for that because I felt like I was pressured to, um, I actually won a music award in grade seven by just, you know, but I didn't, I barely went to the class. I'm like, I wasn't doing it the right way. I wasn't doing it the right way playing music the right way. Now that I would never say that to myself. I would never say that, but I wasn't playing music the right way. So I stopped doing well, that it. That goes back to intelligence really, like, too. Pursue it. Okay, sorry, continue. Exactly. That's everyone has a different way. Neurodiversity is such a present topic in my head mm-hmm. that I feel like the world start to understand that no one thinks the same and everyone has different mm-hmm. ways of processing everything. Mm-hmm. It's also why miscommunication happens, stuff like yeah. that and whatever. Either way. So I went to school for that, went to school for mechanical engineering, did not get along with some people in the program are a lot of people in the program because they're very like cold people. And I'm very obviously like, no, I wouldn't say warm. I'm a very like loud, energetic person, like always trying to talk. And uh, after I was done and they always like were rude to me because I always would treat me differently. Cause I was always very, I was better at like team leading. I was better at like presentations, talking the way I would solve problems was different. Yeah. Um, I would look at things very differently from them. And it was always a problem. Um, when I ended up graduating, I had a lot of job offers because of that difference, but I already had the toxic idea from my stupid classmates that I wasn't good enough and I wasn't smart enough. And I wasn't doing, again, the, the music idea. I wasn't doing it the right yeah. way because I wasn't doing it like everyone else. I always do things my own way. And I've now embraced doing, actually, I supply teach now every now and cool. then. Because um, I want to go for teaching. Yeah. That's really cool. You. And I love it. And the kids, I always tell them, like, do it your way. 
solve this problem your way. Everyone's going to solve a problem yeah. the wrong way. If you want to count things, count things. You want to write it, write it. If you want to say it out loud, use your hands, do it. Like, yeah. Whatever. And that goes back to like Everyone your music as well. Cause like you, you said that, you know, you don't focus too much on learning skills and stuff like that. You just like learn what you need to for yourself. And it's like, there's a right conventional and I teach piano and I finished like with the Royal Conservatory of Music and I know their curriculum and their curriculum is like, you need to do this. You need to do this and you need to do this or else you won't get that. You won't achieve it. But that's that's very one Wrong. form of intelligence because there isn't just one form of intelligence. And I just finished my intelligence testing assignment for my history psychology class yesterday. So <laughs> it's funny that we're talking about this. <laughs> okay. Okay. Interesting. But. Synchronicity. I like it. I like synchronicity. Uh, yeah, but I ended up just not really wanting to do that. And I wasn't really happy in it, basically. Like my passion wasn't in it. And then, but I was always in class listening to drum videos, watching Paramore reading books, getting deeper into my feels. So what prompted you to be like music? It made me feel safe. Oh, Reading books, the music I listen to like, made me feel safe. It made me feel like, I don't know, <sighs> safe. It made me feel safe. And I didn't want to lose that because I felt very unsafe in that program. Yeah. Um, I... Is it agoraphobia? I don't know. We'll never know. I don't know, but I, 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 I was listening to a lot of drum videos and I just, I don't know. I was like, it was like, it was like a pull up. I was like watching drum videos and I just naturally started playing drums, like with like one of my friends at that point. And, um, he was a drummer. He's a producer actually. And he's really well known. Great, good guy. He's gave me some sticks. He's like, here, use these. I bought my own kit, started playing, bought his kit after. And then I started playing drums for bands and then picked, I heard a guitar. I, I picked up a guitar one day, started playing some insanely weird, intricate, like finger thing. And they're like, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, oh. Maybe I know how to play this guitar. So I started playing guitar, got really good at it. I wasn't that, again, like it takes time to like make your hands work fast and, and seamlessly. I'm still not as good. I've as been teaching myself guitar. It's um, piano came easier to me than guitar mm -hmm. did. Yeah. With pianists approach instruments differently. Guitar is more of a, a thing. It's more of like a, a hooligan way of approaching music. You could do whatever the hell you want on it. You, there's so many different ways. Like, like guitar is so self self expressive because you can bend notes. You can that's cool. You yeah, can, you can vibrato a certain way. You can play a chord seven different ways because of all the, the configurations of the strings. You play one note and it sounds cool. You can play nine. You could. Ugh, it's just it's a whole thing. So yeah, that's basically like where it kind of came from, and it's kind of like the idea of like basically I just wasn't happy, and my I don't know. I just kind of got drawn into it. I kind of I just got drawn into it. I always had a thing with music though. I always kind of had a connection to it. Obviously. And, uh, so yeah, no, that's kind of where it went. Um, and, uh, it's actually really helped mechanical engineering in this kind of stuff because I helps with the project planning helps with like the business, business like side of things, which is important when you're a self man. I mean, I'm not self manager. I haven't, I have a manager, but like, I like when the, like the team, the business side, the admin side of things a bit, I'm going to call it the admin, the band, the old band used to use that term. I hate that when, when the, the business side of the music stuff is important. That's where all those ideas of like efficiency and how to get things done, how to do it properly, good team building, good, you know, not meetings for it, but good meetings about releases and video. We just had a music video like conversation with the director and with the camera people like two days ago and stuff and like with the actors and that's kind of like, what's up? Like it, it, it helps. It does, yeah, Most absolutely. Well, any degree that you finish, not even any degree, <laughs> anything that you learn in life in any way, shape or form will help you. Like all skills that you learn from anything are so transferable. And um, yep. I think that's like a huge value. So I finished political science and I did not like political science, but um, it's because I was going to be a lawyer. And anyways, that's a, like a whole story of its own. But that being said, I definitely learned a lot in political science that I wouldn't have if unless I took it. And I feel like a lot of those skills are transferable. So I feel like, you know, nothing in life is necessarily a waste of time. None of the people that you cross paths with are a waste of time, um, no matter how hurt you get from that. And I'm speaking from personal experience as well. Um, I think that... I'm a believer that everything happens for a reason, but above that, you learn a lot from your pain and you learn a lot from, mm -hmm. you know, your happiness as well. And I think that everything does happen for a reason because you learn and then you take those skills and you continue to build up and you apply those skills into other parts of your life. And sometimes we're not even aware that we're doing it, but we are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. Which I is, agree. um, no, no, intel no knowledge is ever wrong. 
Yeah. I would say it's never wrong to learn something. I love knowledge, but either way, I mean, like, that's kind of like the idea of life though. Right. You know, you kind of got it. It's like, like you said, you're always like moving forward. So take the experiences, understand that you need them and they're there for a reason and then move forward. Yeah. And in regards to that, um, this is real. This is weird. But in high school, I remember, um, (laughs) okay. Well, first of all, I just want to say like, so I failed my 10th level of piano after like practicing for nine hours a day. And I consider that like my first heartbreak ever where I was like so heartbroken because I devoted my entire everything, every moment that I had to this extension of my body, which is what I consider my piano. And like, it, it deceived me. And I felt like we like betrayed each other, like my piano and I, and I literally consider that my first heartbreak ever, but I didn't realize that in the moment until like later on. And, um, I remember being in high school and telling my friends, you know, like, I just want to fall in love so that I can get my heart broken and learn lessons from it so badly. And it was like the weirdest state of mind because obviously heartbreak sucks, but I wanted it because I was like, there's things that I learned from heartbreak that I can't learn unless I get my heart broken. So. Wow. That was super high key emo. And I really enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm starting to get me started on my emo. Anyways. <laughs> oh my God. That was, I was like, Whoa, like that is, that has got to be a line from like pierce the veil. <laughs> like there's gotta be a line from like something, man. Like, Oh my God. I was like, I'm gonna get my heart broken. So I can just feel love again for the first time. Like, Oh, wow. I love that. I love You're that. Right. That that's could be a song weird. I'm like, but that's the dichotomy of love. Like that's what I'm trying to say. Like that, that's what I was saying before was, love is that idea it's like you 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 know it might hurt you but you want because you learn stuff from it and you grow also you want to enjoy but one thing i will say is that you never answered whether or not success and happiness coincide they do and they don't they do and they don't sometimes doing things that successfully that, that make you feel successful are not always for the are not always sometimes doing things that are successful is hard and it hurts and it's like saying goodbye to a person that you have to say goodbye to that is toxic for you there's success in that you're choosing mental you're choosing mental <clears throat> health over that mm-hmm. that's hard still um yeah i felt i feel like that's yeah i feel like it, it's either or it's not it's not like so linear things in life aren't linear they're not so black and white yeah no you're right it's not so it linear and i remember like thinking <clears throat> when i was 18 that life was I knew life wasn't linear. I was like, oh yeah, like I hear it all the time. But then you actually go through it and you're like, so that's what they mean. Like it's literally not. <laughs> but that's also yeah. what comes back to the idea of like needing to hit rock bottom before you really learn more about yourself because that is not linear. That's like, like a heartbeat. <laughs> um, yeah, literally. But yeah, so I'm going to wrap it up yeah. here. But is there anything else that you would like to say before I finish, before we finish? No, I'd love to be back on yeah. the conversation. I feel healed. I feel healed. Um, yeah, no. Got some future stuff coming out which I think you'll like then. Um, so follow on Spotify and stuff because that stuff kind of talked about the stuff that we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, and I love your music. Like, I love ghosts. Oh, thank you. Ghosts is a very fun song. I love <laughs> <Yeah>. this. <laughs> All right. Night shit, I think will be up your alley. Well, yeah. hopefully um, I can have you back on the show at some point in the future and we can like see your progress, you know, see your success. <laughs> Ah, my success. Ah, I was going to say that. I was going to say that. (laughs) All right. Sounds good. Cool. It was nice meeting you. You too. Bye now. Have a good one. So that was Chris Nine, everyone. And while I have you here, I would love to play a little snippet of one of his songs that I just mentioned. It's called Ghosts. And here it is. This can't be the last time I sacrificed it all for your kind. The reasons I count days on my hand in the end I cry. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And if you're an artist and you've got a story to share with a passion for music, please do reach out. Whether you're just starting out or you've been in the music industry for years, I would love to hear your story. Follow me at Instagram through my handle at Music Mentality with Angie. Or email me at Music Mentality with Angie at gmail.com. Finally, a huge shout out and thank you to the amazing editor behind these episodes, Aileen Tamer. Thank you so much for listening and see you next time.